Welcome to Increasing Impact, a podcast for kids ministry volunteers. The impact you have as a kids ministry volunteer is incredible. We see thousands of kids choosing to follow Jesus, looking for ways to serve others, and sharing how much they love church. All because of the impact you as a volunteer have on their lives. In this podcast, we want to share practical ways for you to increase your impact as a volunteer this coming weekend. Welcome back to the Increasing Impact Podcast. Uh, This is Pete here, your host, and I'm sitting down with Jake. And uh, Jake is on staff here at Eagle Brook, but uh, enough of me giving him an introduction. I would like him uh, just to kind of explain to those of you listening um, just his story at Eagle Brook and how he got connected to kids' ministry. Uh, Yeah, it's great to be here. I actually been on staff um, starting in June, so almost a full year. Um, before that, I had the privilege of serving as the intern um, for a year long at the Spring Lake Park location before I came on staff at Lakeville um, in Kids Ministries, and it's been uh, it's been a great ride so far, so it's yeah. been a privilege to be on staff. It's been wonderful um, having you on the team. Uh, and so, Jake, I would love to know, like, was Kids Ministry something that you thought that you would do, or did it kind of surprise you? T- take me through that journey a bit. Uh, yeah, I never thought I would ever do kids' ministries. I grew up as an only child. I never really had any reason to be involved with kids. Before before joining, I don't think I'd ever talked to, a, like, a kid for more than, like, 10 seconds. I'd been like, hey, and, like, you know, passing or something, like, at a, a church gathering. Um, so the first few months were actually really hard, like, mm-hmm. just connecting with, like, learning how to connect with kids and I was like, how do you have a conversation with this tiny human? But uh, it was after I learned that, though, it's been great, and they, they're super fun to be around, and just the stuff, they, it's things they say and the questions they ask have, are really great. So, Well, I know, I know Jake, personally, from, from my own life, um, I have four kids, and they were with you when you started at Spring Lake Park, and the relationship that you have developed and created with them uh, has changed their life. In the book Sticky Faith, uh, Dr. Kara Powell uh, writes that one of the biggest determining factors in a kid's faith is relationships. Specifically, she kind of narrows it down to say like if they have five relationships with Christian adults other than their parents, uh, they are overwhelmingly more likely to stick with their faith into adulthood. Um, And so seeing that, that quote there, Jake, and seeing that idea, what does that what does that mean for you? What does that ring in ring in your in your heart and your spirit? Um, I think it just really shows that we, as a church and as kids ministries as a whole, have like this huge obligation to these kids. Um, and we all, you know, see like thousands of statistics everywhere about how many kids end up leaving their faith after they grow up. But um, the opportunity having kids ministry is to develop these relationships with these kids when they're young and to help them grow in their faith is something that's just incredible I don't think we should take lightly Hmm. absolutely I wholeheartedly agree and so how especially I guess even from your context like say thinking that like man I wasn't thinking kids ministry but now I am in kids ministry I didn't talk to kids and now I do talk to kids like what are the what are the things that you've done to help form those relationships with those kids that walk through our doors every week like as you think about the ways that you build that relationship what do you do uh i mean like the biggest thing is is just calling them by their name um it helps a kid feel known and i mean as nice as like if 
you don't know their name, just like a casual, like, hey, dude, how's it going? Like, still, but if you can call them by their name, like, it really shows them, like, I'm known here and, like, people want me to be here. And I guess the really great thing about uh, our church is they have name tags. So, <laughs> you know, if you even don't know their name, if you're just like, they walk through, you're like, hey, Josh. And you're like that kid, like, maybe you've seen him once or twice. You're like, like, hey, how'd you know my name? Like, like even, like, when you just call a kid by name, they, they like, kind of just brighten up and, like, even look at even the smile, give them a high five. That's just, that, like, those, like, little things that would really get them uh, just kind of zoned in and ready to learn about Jesus. And so with, with that name, like, feeling known, um, do you do any, do you have any, like, tips or tricks on remembering names, or, or is it just straight-up memory? Uh, I mean, like, those kids that come back every week usually gets pretty easy after a while, mm. especially if, like, their parents are serving, too, because they're usually at huddles or something. Like, they're just kind of always around, so they just kind of get to know them. But other than that, like, if you're just in a room especially if you serve in the same room every week, uh, it should be eventually you start recognizing the kids who are there two, three, even four times a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really isn't like a special like trip or tip, I guess, but um, getting to know just them. And I guess if you like start to talk with them a little bit and get to know them as a person, you can get to you to memorize their name a lot easier because you, you build that relationship with them. Hmm. And so it's, it's more of that consistency piece. Mm-hmm. hearing you say yeah it's really good to just um maybe like one like every week just to me check in with a kid maybe ask him a question or two learn their name and like the next time you see him at church be like hey josh like how was whatever you asked them about school mm-hmm. how was your first week at school how was maybe they play a sport like how's basketball going mm-hmm. so just um maybe like forming a connection and like coming back to it the next time you serve and mm-hmm. and asking them a kind of like a follow-up when you learned about them yeah and would you say that is there a is there a difference between age group in the importance of knowing names or no? Uh, well, I mean, like you know, if you're in the nursery, they don't know the English language that well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably better for, like if you call their kid by the name to the parent, that means a ton. Like if you call their toddler or their their baby by name to a parent, that shows that I mean that means a ton to them, hmm. and that's really important too. But uh, not really between like Kidodio and Elevate, like they just really appreciate that and. Like, especially, like, I mean, Elevate kids know they have a name tag, but, like, you know, like, pre-K-1 kids, like, when you can just blow their mind that you know their name, especially if they're new, like, that just, like, gives them an even better experience. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, any other tips or tricks to, to helping build relationships with kids at church? Uh, yeah, we kind of hit on it, but, like, just asking them questions, and then if mm-hmm. they're, they're younger pre-K kids, kindergarten kids, like, if you can get down their level... Like most of us are tall enough that like maybe when we're on our knees or just squatting down, we're about equal height with them. Like that means a lot too. Like if you're just towering over them and just kind of like you're almost like a dominant figure instead of like getting down with them and like really like, hey, I actually want to learn about you and who you are as a person. And asking questions is really great. And it's super fun, especially with Kenodio kids because their answers are usually hilarious. And like the <laughs> thing you ask, they never actually answer like hey how was school and then they'll start telling you about like their best friend and you're like <laughs> now that i asked but cool like that's I'm glad, right i'm glad steven's there in your life and it's it's super fun just and you get to ask them questions you get to know them as a person and then mm-hmm. up and elevate when they like are more you know able to articulate what they're feeling or maybe what they're thinking like getting to know them and their current situation really means a lot to them too yeah now i know this this may be uh 
a little too too personal. If it is, we can cut it out of the podcast. Uh, but I know that elementary at the start was kind of a you were kind of nervous about that. Like, put me anywhere, but not with fifth graders uh, or babies or babies, <laughs> which which you've come a long way uh, since then. But I just like love to know like what's what's been the journey. Are you still there? Where you're like, yeah, fifth graders and babies kind of intimidate me, or or like has, has things changed? And if they have, how? I mean, babies still scare me to death. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's the biggest fear I have. But um, for, for for our <laughs> listeners, why why do babies scare you? They they're so fragile. Like I just like I'm just so scared. Like I can't believe like a parent is trusting me with this tiny person. Like, gee, like oh, that just scares the heck out of me. But um, uh, with elementary kids, it's it's come a long way, but it's still it's still hard, especially with boys, because boys, um, as much as you like try to connect with them, they they're especially that age. They may not so much first and second graders, but third and third and not up is they just get to that I'm too cool phase. Mm. And so, like, when, like, you're trying to make a meaningful connection, maybe they have, like, one or two-word answers, you're just like, oh, this isn't working. Like, that's really hard, and it can be discouraging. But then there's those moments when I've had the, the opportunity of leading small groups and the the kids that, like, you know, you try to connect with and sometimes are goofing around during large group or goofing around during small group. But then, like, when a kid asks a question and then the kid who's been goofing around, like, knows the answer. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, takes that kid and answers their question. Um, it's just something that's incredible to see. And you're like, oh, so you do listen to me. And yeah. even though it may not seem like it, like, they do and they do care. Uh-huh. So it's been it's been a hard journey. But seeing those moments uh, when I, you realize, oh, like, what I have done actually is making an impact is huge. Mm-hmm. And so what would, if a, if a volunteer in Elevate came to you and said, I'm really struggling with fifth graders, what would, what advice would you give them? What, what would you tell them? to do uh i mean i acknowledge it's very difficult with fifth graders um especially toward in summertime when they know that they're almost mm-hmm. done in elevate that's when it gets really hard but uh i think like when they come into the room like and you connect with them like we have an initial connection and we ask them their name like how school was that week or whatever if there's if it's summer if they had an activity going on um and then like if, if you have an opportunity in the space like join them in whatever they're doing mm-hmm. like i don't know like some space have like hula hoops like those cups like if you're able to do that um they still might not like respond to you in the way that you would maybe like and like is super encouraging to you mm-hmm. but uh that's still building a connection and that will make an impact on that kid's life whether or not you see that right away or not like i mean there's stories that just for me from Growing up, like, I look back on, I'm like, man, I was kind of a jerk to that, like, leader. But I was like, I still remember what he said to me and, like, some of the points that he taught me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess, like, it's maybe it discouraging to not see, like, those rewards maybe in that instant or on that weekend or even in that month. But later in, later on in their lives or even later on in their time at Elevate when they bring something up that you maybe had said before is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and then any other any other tricks to helping form relationships? Uh, yeah, I guess the last thing is just when you're in the room, be present in the room after service starts. Like we want you to absolutely connect with your those on your volunteer team, your team lead. If you're in Kodio, the one or two of the people in the room with you and elevate the other group leaders. But like once the room starts or once the service starts, that's when we need to be laser focused on these kids because mm-hmm. we get them for an hour a week. 
and it's that hour that we have to try to reach them and to teach them new and to teach them how much Jesus loves them. So like once that service starts, like, you know, phone absolutely away. Cause I mean, these kids already see their parents on their phone enough during the week sometimes. And, uh, just communicating to them, like, I'd rather be on my phone than communicating with you or interacting with you is not something we want to be communicating to these kids. And just like, it's obviously okay to talk to volunteers in the room, but don't spend your entire time with other volunteers in the room. Cause then you're communicating. I'd rather be with my other volunteer than I would be hanging out with you. So once service starts, just really be laser focused on these kids and building these relationships and getting to know them personally. Cause I mean, kids just are fun. So yeah. it's, it's fun to talk with them and get to know them. Hmm. So if you're serving this weekend, um, I really challenge you listening to one, call each kid by their name. Uh, so find those name tags, recognize those faces, call them by name. Uh, second would be to get down on their level, make eye contact, be uh, with them and, and in their space um, a little bit. And then finally, when you're there, be present in the room. Be focused and, and as Jake said, laser focused on the kids because when it's all said and done, we are there to see those kids make a decision to follow Jesus for the rest of their life. Um, and so I just want to say thanks, Jake, for, for being here and for serving in kids and for showing my own kids even how much um, people at church love them and, and want them to be there. So thanks so much, Jake, for coming and sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks for having me.